This is the Impact Report. I'm your host, Katie Ullman. The Impact Report brings together students and faculty in Bard College's MBA in Sustainability program with leaders in business, sustainability, finance, social entrepreneurship, and more. These conversations go live the first and third Friday of each month. This week, I'm joined by Bard MBA's Stephanie Irwin, and we're speaking with Dr. Nicoletta Pickle-Ravazzi, Global Technology and Sustainability Director for Dow Olympic and Sports Solutions. Good morning, Dr. Nicoletta. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you taking the time to sort of give us your perspective and insights as a leader in both the sports and sustainability space. Um, Now, most people, including myself, don't think of sustainability or sports when they hear uh, about DAO. And, you know, your mission statement talks about creating innovation for stakeholders at the intersection of chemistry, biology, and physics. And I'm curious, how do sports and the Olympics fit into the larger organization's uh, structure, business, and strategy? Yeah, good morning, Stephanie. I'm delighted to be here today with you. And and yes, DAO is actually a world-leading material science company, but often when we talk, we talk in very technical terms, and so people sometimes struggle to understand what we do. Um, and, and this is really why we have uh, embarked in a sports partnership to help us communicate about our science and technologies and to help them uh, become more visible and uh, more understandable also for consumers. So uh, our chemistry touches consumers in many ways throughout their daily lives, from the mattresses that you probably were sleeping on when you woke up uh, this morning, to also things like the insulation materials that make uh, homes more comfortable as well as also packaging solutions that help us keep our food fresh. So our, our chemistry is in the daily lives of consumers and of people, and our chemistry also enables many industries. For instance, you know, in the automotive industry, transportation is getting lighter. Uh, light weighting of transportation is one of the key themes, and our uh, solutions help to achieve that as adhesives, for instance, are binding different materials together. Um, so th- there is a lot of uh, our chemistry that, that is in everyday lives, and uh, we use our sports partnerships to make this chemistry more visible. And then if we talk about sustainability, how, how uh, does that fit in? You know, sustainability is really part of what we do at Dow. It's, it has become part of our business strategies. It's part of, of course, our corporate uh, sustainability goals, which we call our 2025 sustainability goals. But it's also part of our corporate values. The corporate values are integrity, respect for people, and protecting the planet. So it's, it's really a theme that is, is embedded in, in how we do work. Yeah, that, when you talk about it um, in that context, it seems much more intuitive as a direction, a strategic direction for Dow. And I know Dow has been setting ambitious 10-year sustainability-related goals since 1996. Um, so for quite a while, you guys um, have been um, sort of a leader. And mm-hmm. so this sort of intuitive direction of using the Olympics and sports division as a vehicle for sustainability um, in that sense makes makes sense. 
Um, so, so taking a step back, I'm kind of curious. You've been with Dow since 1989, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm wondering how, you know, in your profession, how that, how your role progressed and how your path kind of led you to this um, position as the Global Technology and Sustainability Director for Dow Olympic and Sports Solutions. Yes, yeah, so so I uh, joined Dow in uh, 1989, and I my personal background is very much a background of technology. I in fact grew up in a technology environment, our family home being located within the premises of a paper mill, and so for me the industrial or or, or technology environment was a very intuitive environment, and I started to study. Uh, chemistry in uh, Italy and then Switzerland and joined Dow in, in two, uh, uh, 1989. And uh, from this onset, from when I started with Dow, um, uh, I uh, worked with customers on helping apply our technologies and solutions in different markets. And uh, have always worked in this, in this area of, of seeing these uh, solutions come to life, if you want. And uh, uh, then in uh, like different uh, groups, different teams across different businesses uh, in uh, the technical uh, or R&D function as well as in the commercial marketing function. And then in 2011, I joined Olympics and Sports Solutions, which is the platform that uh, looks after our uh, sports partnerships. Taking a step back from... Dow's strategy and uh, sustainability goals, um, I, w I was wondering more about your professional background and how your path led to this role as Global Technology and Sustainability Director for Dow Olympic Sports and Solutions. Yeah, so in terms of my professional background, I studied chemistry in Italy and in Switzerland. For me, the technical environment was very intuitive. When I joined Dow in 1989, I started to work with customers on uh, using our solutions. And, and that has been always a key focus for me, understanding the customer needs and helping them to use our technologies to meet these needs. And I have led within Dow different R&D organizations, different R&D teams um, in research and development and also within the commercial and marketing function uh, across businesses. So I had the opportunity to see a breadth of technologies and solutions from Dow uh, and bring these to market. Now, in terms of my focus on sustainability, when I joined Dow, we actually, this was before our sustainability goals were introduced, but we had a very strong focus on environmental health and safety already then. And, and uh, soon after that, we introduced our first set of corporate sustainability goals that focused very much on our own operation and on ensuring that we, we managed these operations as efficiently and as as safe as possible. And then uh, I, uh, my interest in sustainability grew throughout the career uh, as we started to introduce our second set of sustainability goals that are more about our customers and how we bring solutions to the market that are better uh, than, than uh, the previous generations of technologies in terms of their environmental impact. And so the, uh, the, the focus then became even stronger when I joined the Olympics and Sports Solutions business and was able 
really in my current role to bring in a lot of DAO sustainability expertise to uh, show the best of our technologies, how it can help enable uh, to meet, uh, meet customer needs, but also have a positive impact on society. Cool. It's it's very cool to hear um, the full journey. You know, you don't often hear someone who's been a part of the you know the full sustainability journey from 1996 in this case to now. So that's um, that's really amazing. Um, so I know that uh, Dow is part has this um, Dow International Olympic Committee Carbon Partnership. Um, how does well, how do sports and this platform inspire change towards the more sustainable future? Yeah, so uh, uh, maybe I, I need to explain briefly the partnership mm -hmm. with the International Olympic Committee. So DAO actually uh, delivered technologies and solutions already since the 1980s to different sports venues. Uh, this could have been uh, things like insulation materials that went into the venues or heat trans the transfer fluids, for instance, for the sports venues, uh, the ice venues. So in, in many different uh, applications, our technologies was, were already present. But then in 2010, we became the official partner of the Olympic uh, movement, the official chemistry company and the top partner of the movement. And that uh, brought us opportunities to continue to participate with our technologies in different projects, but also to talk about the contributions of our science. And we very quickly realized that we could actually bring more than just our technologies to the plate. We realized that we could bring our uh, sustainability expertise and other capabilities from Dow, and, and hence uh, started to expand our focus with the Sochi Games to become the official carbon partner of the Sochi Games. And then we expanded that program for the Rio 2016 Games and uh, now, since 2017, we have also become the official carbon partner of the IOC. So that's, that was really our journey uh, with the, so far within the Olympic movement, expanding from being the chemistry partner of the Olympic movement to being the chemistry partner and also the carbon partner of the IOC. So how do you think that, uh, you know, as part of and sort of being beyond the games even, how does this translate to long-term change? How does this translate to uh, Dow's sustainability uh, long-term goals? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, so sustainability is increasingly seen as a driver of innovation and growth. Uh, it, it's great to see that the uh, um, business case behind sustainability is always uh, better understood today than it was in the past. Uh, and and uh, we, we have many different numbers that prove this business case from, for instance, uh, numbers in, in the, the World Business Commission on Sustainable Development report that is called Better Business, Better World, that estimates uh, a $12 trillion opportunity from the implementation of uh, programs associated to the SDGs. So there, there, are, uh, there is good knowledge about the business case. However, it, while technologies exist and the business case is understood, 
say adoption of technologies is still lacking. And so uh, we were looking at uh, the partnership with the IOC to see how we can use sport to drive engagement and drive the adoption of differentiated technologies that lead on the one hand to reduce CO2 emissions and on the other hand to a better understanding of the next generation of solutions. So this is how uh, our uh, partnership with the IOC uh, connects a sustainability focus with the power of sports and science to engage people and to deliver uh, projects that lead to lower CO2 reductions. Wow. So in in um, business school, we talk about you know making the business case for sustainability all the time, and so that seems like a very strong and powerful uh, narrative to be sort of giving to the industry and, um, you know, other organizations. So um, what would you say have been some of the biggest barriers to this change and to the success of this work? Uh, in terms of barriers, uh, we often think that the barriers are in the financial barriers, but quite often it is really about adoption of technologies. Um, uh, uh, very often uh, through our program, what we are trying to do is we are trying on the one hand to uh, drive technologies that are beyond business as usual, beyond current business practices. That doesn't mean that they are completely new technologies, but they need to be uh, uh, better than the incumbent. And for, for people to adopt these technologies, very often we see that, that it, uh, there is a an activation barrier that we need to overcome. And that's how we use the Olympic brand to help us engage people and overcome this activation barrier. On the other hand, I think uh, is climate change is a very difficult problem for people to grasp. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a global problem. It's, uh, carbon emission is not something that is visible to people. Uh, they they can't just will see the consequences, of course, of increasing carbon emissions. Uh, it's also a, a problem that doesn't have any boundaries, uh, mm -hmm. no walls and no, no, no boundaries when we talk about countries. Uh, and so this, this all adds to the, to the uh, challenge to implement programs that help us reduce CO2 emissions. I think another uh, uh, factor is also that uh, sometimes the narrative is not very positive, and so that's again one of the reasons why we have used sport to help us make this narrative more positive, to help us engage our customers and partners that we need to implement projects. And uh, it, it, that's why we have also focused on the business case around sustainability, to create a positive narrative that appeals to the people that need to act uh, and, and not uh, a negative uh, narrative that, that might uh, be more challenging to, uh, in, in the process of engaging stakeholders. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. How, what would you say have been some of your greatest accomplishments um, you know, in, this, in this space? Yeah, so in order for us to execute this partnership uh, with the uh, Olympic Games and now with the IOC, we had uh, to create uh, a, a specific framework that supports this partnership, that provides 
the guidelines and the, the rules, if you want, uh, of this approach. And so that, that was something that was, was innovative and new. We created that back in 2013 and launched it at the COP uh, in 2013, the COP in Warsaw. And so that, that was one of, of the key accomplishments, foundational accomplishments, I would say, of the program. The second piece is, is really that we are, we are taking a new and innovative approach that is different from what had been done before. Um, uh, events offsetting carbon emissions is something that has been done before and is something that is um, uh, starting to become standard practices. We wanted to use events to implement new projects, to implement the next generation of programs that would not only lead to CO2 reductions, but would also help to create a positive uh, uh, legacy in the host geography or, or, or in uh, the, the host country for the events, uh, like in the case of our partnership with the Olympic Games. And so this, this was a new and innovative uh, program. We had to, as I said, we had to deliver also a framework that supported this effort. We want this effort to be credible. And this framework is third party validated, like all our, the results that we produce are also third party validated. And then I would say the third accomplishment is, is probably the result in itself. Um, in order to change uh, technology adoption or to, to, to switch from one technology to another, it takes time. And we had to balance uh, the ability to deliver um, results uh, in the short term and in the long term. So uh, most, of, uh, uh, most of the CO2 reductions will happen in the long term. Uh, we have implemented uh, projects and they have a certain realization period, but not everybody is ready to wait for uh, 10 years before the results mature. And so we had to balance projects that we could do very quickly uh, with projects that will take a longer time to deliver results. And the, the key for us to achieve this was really tapping into existing customer relationships by being able to tap into relationships with our customers and partners in different geographies, for instance, in, in Russia for the Sochi Games, in Latin America for Brazil, and now at the global level, we can uh, get to results uh, faster. Sure. Um, speaking of partnerships, I know you recently attended the UN Global Compact Cities Program um, Local 2030 Day um, that took place in New York City. Um, I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit more about what that was like and your experience partnering with other global organizations um, to sort of solve these larger issues, especially the sustainable, sustainable development goals um, at the local level. So uh, at the event that we attended in New York, the UN Global Compact Cities Program, local 2030 day, um, I, I really heard a lot about collaboration. Uh, it's it, uh, become more and more recognized by people that in order to solve the challenges we face, we need to create new types of collaborations. And that uh, it, it, these collaborations need to 
include actors from all sectors of society. And so uh, this, this was very inspiring uh, to hear that there was a clear realization that business was part of this, uh, this solution and uh, uh, had to uh, be engaged to actually deliver many of the results and commitments that governments have made. And so uh, as we attended this uh, 2030 local event uh, in New York, we also launched what we call our collaborative blueprint for unlocking carbon reduction. This blueprint is, is based on the program that I described before, our partnership with sport, with the IOC, and it, it's based on our uh, framework that we developed uh, for this carbon mitigation program. And we feel that it, it has validity um, as a blueprint because a lot more needs to happen to achieve the CO2 reductions that we are all looking for. And in order to scale up some of these actions, this blueprint can be one of the tools um, uh, to, to be used by businesses and uh, by society. Wow, that's great. I think it's uh, really encouraging that leaders like Dow are already sharing best practices and um, insights because you guys have you know, been on the sustainability journey for, you know, long enough that you have those um, to share. And I'm wondering how the industry in general has reacted to your leadership and um, the release of uh, the, the collaborative blueprint. Yeah, we, you, uh, we, we are talking a lot with different customers and partners. We're in the process of developing a project to uh, implement under our partnership with the IOC. And so uh, this, this blue, we would like this blueprint to be something very practical. In the end, I think we need to maybe define briefly what a blueprint is. A blueprint is a plan, a detailed plan that, that was used. The name blueprint really comes from um, the ability to use it to make reproductions of that plan. And so, uh, as I said before, the blueprint has different components. It contains our project. It, uh, another component is the framework. And then the third component is the fact that we need to create win-win relationships to actually implement this project. It's not rocket science. It's something that is is understandable. And so different actors can join us in uh, executing this blueprint, if you want, by either participating in the project, which means then uh, uh, sharing technologies or, or working with us on our technologies by leveraging the framework or by engaging in, in uh, our partnerships. And uh, so as uh, an, uh, the official carbon partner of the IOC, we are already looking at the global level uh, to implement projects across different sectors. The sectors are infrastructure, uh, industry or manufacturing, as well as packaging value chains. Well, we have a, a number of solutions that, uh, that we have identified and uh, programs that we want to uh, implement to uh, deliver CO2 reductions. So far, our projects have already got uh, quite some results to show. So we, we have seen that this blueprint actually works um, uh, from uh, our partnerships with the Sochi Olympic Games and the Rio Olympic Games and now with the IOC. To date, we have already delivered 4.3 million tons of third-party verified CO2 reductions. Just to give you 
a point of reference. Uh, this this number uh, is equivalent to uh, about 900,000 cars taken off the road for one year mm-hmm. in North America, or to uh, a little bit over the 600,000 homes uh, heated for one year, the electricity needed uh, for 600,000 homes for one year. So it's a significant number and uh, we expect this number to increase and by 2026 we expect this number to be uh, more than 6 million tons. So as I said before, we are we're trying to balance delivering uh, significant results in the short term and also looking at continuing to building these results uh, in the future. Wow, that's, that's really impressive um, and very inspiring. Um, I, uh, I'm all out of questions, and I really appreciate, um, like I said earlier, you talking with us and sort of sharing, uh, you know, more about Dow's journey and what they're doing because it seems like, you know, they're they're doing really interesting and innovative uh, partnerships and solutions, and you know, sort of paving paving the way, but also showing others the, the light as well. So very inspiring. Thank you so much for joining us. Follow Dow Olympic and Sports Solutions on Twitter at Dow Sports. And read more about their carbon blueprint at dow.com slash carbon blueprint. Join us for the next episode of the Impact Report on Friday, December 21st, when we'll be speaking with Andrew Wright, president of Wright Architects, PLLC. For our complete lineup and other news, visit us at impactreportpodcast.com and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. BARD MBA in Sustainability is one of a select few graduate programs globally that fully integrates sustainability into a core business curriculum. Learn more at bard.edu slash MBA.